This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. In 2016, Donald J. Trump promised to protect and enhance the renewable fuel standard. He did not keep that promise. Small refinery RIN waivers granted by his administration cost us over 4 billion gallons of ethanol demand over his first term. The corn balance sheet would be tight today and corn prices much higher had he done what he promised and rejected the small refinery exemptions. Now, when nearing the November election, the polls were not looking that good for he and Johnny Ernst. He's attempting to win back their minds and votes. He probably still has their hearts. He had his EPA reject 54 new SRE requests trying to mitigate the political damage that his RFS policies had done. I guess that we are supposed to be elated for them not messing again with the RFS like they did last time. There were 98 pending SRE requests, plus some more that were just added. His action only went halfway. The Renewable Fuels Association is now asking the president to finish the job and not just wait until after the election to then approve the remaining SREs after the political risk has ended. The Renewable Fuels Association says that the EPA needs to reject the SREs the second they are submitted. Big Oil, which runs the EPA, has contributed large sums to the Trump campaign, which is all that counts in his world. The ethanol industry is broke as a direct result of the president's policies. They, too, have asked for a handout from the new COVID-19 aid package. He was looking for ways to reimburse the refineries after rejecting their SREs, even floating the idea that they get paid out of the CCC before that got shot down. He'll look for another way to reimburse them. The ethanol industry and corn farmers are not number one. They are somewhere down the line behind big oil. Not long after being elected, President Trump weighed the politics of supporting the ethanol industry and corn farmers, as he had promised, against backing his friends in the petroleum industry like Carl Icahn, and we lost. That cost us 1.5 billion bushels of corn demand. Year-round E15 should have been approved anyway, and will take many years to make that up if ever. The RFS comes back for review in 2022, and I would find it hard to believe that it comes out the other side if he wins a second term. That's how Donald J. Trump will compensate his big oil backers. When Trump's EPA approved the SRA RIN waivers, killing 1.5 billion bushels of corn demand, the ethanol industry argued that the EPA should reallocate the blending requirements to other refineries in order to fulfill the RFS mandate. The EPA declined. The ethanol industry has sued in the U.S. Circuit Appeals Court. I think that the Renewable Fuels Association should press the Biden campaign for a promise that SREs that were approved be reallocated. Let's go get our lost 1.5 billion bushels of corn demand that Donald J. Trump took from us back. Wheat farmers in Russia are feeling a lot like Iowa corn farmers felt recently. They see rains missing them falling on the European Union in Ukraine, like we had rains miss us but fall in Minnesota. Drought is hurting Russian winter wheat seeding. Russia could end up overselling their wheat stocks and shorting their domestic needs. The Plains states here are not exactly wet in winter wheat country. It is continuing to be dry in north-central Brazil, with no change in the forecast there. Our climatologist says that both of these global regions, Russia and Brazil, appear to have drought locked in for now. If nothing changes in Brazil by mid-October, that's when they'll get concerned. 
So far, there's just a late start to the growing season down there. That may not impact the soybean yield at this point, but it will start to impact yield prospects for the safrina corn crop that follows that, given that it is in a La Nina year. If the rainy season doesn't kick in normally in a couple of weeks, they'll start dialing back expectations for both yields and acres in Brazil. Speaker Pelosi has now trimmed their pandemic relief proposal bill to $2.2 trillion. It has money for Democrat priorities, such as aid for states, cities, and schools. It also sends out another $1,200 stimulus check and restores $600 unemployment benefits through December. It also reportedly has aid for the ethanol industry. The Republicans have come up to where they may accept $1.3 to $1.5 trillion. What bothers Republicans most is that this is Nancy's bill. Whatever is passed is going to be Nancy's bill. She can pass this through the House. It appears that the White House is more on Nancy's side than with the GOP senators on this. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 